Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Does picking an outfit have you running a little too fashionably late? We get it. Great taste takes time. That's why Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery, has your back with the largest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, delivered in under 60 minutes. Convenience never goes out of style. So if you need to spend some extra time in the mirror instead of at the store, download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com today. It's like I forgot how to do it. <laughs> we can introduce our guests. There. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. we can introduce ourselves. No, we, we can just come, let's just come in hot. Welcome to Rock Candy. <laughs> Welcome everybody. Where we the podcast where we forget to think of openers and then scramble. Yeah, but you know what? Also, we're the podcast that's going to make you your sweet sweet playlist for Halloween this week. Yes. So you're welcomed. <laughs> and we're your hosts. I'm Maggie. I'm Ashley. And this week, like I said, and like you read, it is the Halloween playlist number three. We're like the Simpsons now. This is our treehouse of this horrors. This is our treehouse of horrors. <laughs> That's good enough for me. Right? I'm okay with that. Guys, we fucking did it. We pulled it off. Yeah. Do they still do treehouse of horrors? I don't know. They shouldn't be on anymore. They shouldn't. Yeah, they shouldn't. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm going to say this is glory days of Simpsons content right here right <laughs> but yeah so it, we're not doing this alone no this time we, we are not some super special guests yeah we we decided to like you know spread out the love spread out the opinions spread out the drinkables oh yeah because we've been drinking <laughs> and bring in some friendos to bring us their choices on uh, some sweet halloween tunes we need to change things up sometimes. Yeah, right. Bring in some fresh meat. Ooh, fresh <laughs> meat. Uh, let's all just talk like this for the rest of the episode. We already did that. We're not doing that. <laughs> Fine. Anyway, so yeah, we have guests. We have our friends from Jukebox Zeros. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Air horn. Please introduce yourselves. I'm Dracula. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I am 
My name is Patrick, and I am from the Nuka Box Zeros. That is spooky. And I'm Lils, and I'm a ghost. <laughs> yes, very this is, unamused. I guess this is, it is a ghost. Why are you talking like that, Pat? <laughs> because it's the spooky time. It is the spooky yeah. time. You guys sound like it's you're on what month. we do in the shadows. <laughs> Hell yeah. Mm, yes. <laughs> Movie or TV show? I mean, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter which one. TV show. They're both awesome. I, I'm I'm into the TV show. Oh, we'll get to, we'll get to all this. We'll get to it all. We're pumping. I'm pumping the brakes on the what we do in the shadows conversation because we'll come back to it. We're gonna come back to it like 500 times in the next the best hour show and on a half. TV right now. It's, it's what we it's do fine. in the shadows. <laughs> what? <laughs> But yeah, tell us a little bit about your podcast. Again, I mean, you guys have been here for the covers episode, mm-hmm. so you guys know a little something mm-hmm. about music no. and songs. <laughs> Never. Hey, what's it feel yeah, like we, to talk we about wanna, songs that you we like? We want a contest to get on here. <laughs> <laughs> I, Don't I tell them. Uh, Pat I, my, and I... my essay, I worked real hard on my essay for the contest, <laughs> and I'm glad that Maggie was into it. I really yeah, was we like could I could I could just be and then, and then and then you won the grand prize of a year's supply of Orida fries. Oh yeah, I did, and I have been uh, munching them frozen. Actually, you'd be surprised at uh, how fulfilling they are. Uh, we have, honestly, we, they're I, better frozen. Yeah. Yeah. We, we just failed to realize how many you could actually eat in your lifetime. We we have a friend who literally did that. By the way, he entered. No shit. Yeah, he entered a contest <laughs> intended for children to win Orida fries. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Forever? <laughs> Forever. I thought these racing stripes here were pretty slick. Uh, oh my god. You won forever fries. I mean, honestly, that's awesome. I want I forever w- fries. I fries forever. Not above it. You kicked those kids right in the nuts and took mm-hmm. their fries from them. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Kick them but right did in it there. Come with- did it come with like the purple ketchup too? Oh, remember oh, that? I I don't know because he never claimed it because he's got honor or something. Oh yeah, he has a turkey. Oh no, That's- I'm just going to take this prize away from children that it was intended for and not cash in on it. God, that's the worst. That's the actual worst. But also kind of my hero. Like, right. we, we literally live in a country where you, you can get away with doing that, with, with yeah. like punching a child and taking their candy away from them yeah. in, in so many words. So, like, and somehow why not take just, advantage of that? That's what makes our country so great. And somehow just be like, that's capitalism. And everyone's like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm that is capitalism. Yeah, that I mean, is, that is capitalism. Is. Ah, yeah. capitalism. Late stage capitalism, that's guys. Camera. That's where we're living. Welcome. <laughs> or just like punch the kid in the face and be like, trickle down economics. Mm, yes. And then you'll get away with it. Welcome that. to late stage capitalism. You, you live here. <laughs> you live here now. This is where you live now. Stand in the place it. where you live. <laughs> that now and more. <laughs> that and more. <laughs> guys, actually, just kidding. It's REM part two. Let's go. <laughs> Tricked ya. <laughs> All tricks, no treats. Oh, no. <laughs> We're only going to talk about losing my religion. <laughs> I yield my time. Fuck you. All right. Right, right off the bat, Radio Free Europe. Uh, great track. Uh, I love that for those first couple of records. <laughs> <laughs> You're rolling with it. It's look, great. Look. 
R.E.M. is a lovely band. It was a great band to cover. We're not doing part two. I, We're I talking don't need Halloween. to do part two. Let's, let's get our dicks wet into some fucking Halloween. Uh, beforehand, I'll talk about the beer that I have chosen for this evening. It's New Moon, a midnight farmhouse ale from Arrowwood Bowie. Is it named after a Twilight book? Bluey. I don't think so. I I also liked that it was New Moon because here's a little podcast magic for you kids. We're recording this right after the New Moon just happened last night. Oh, that's true. And yeah. then we're getting a full moon on, on Halloween. Halloween. So, like, y'all better be ready with the best fucking playlist. Like, this is going to be the night. If I could, real quick, before we get off the topic of, like, appropriate beers, I actually (laughs) went out of my way to get, like, an appropriate beer for tonight's topic. Like, obviously, a subject like tonight would require the scariest, most terrifying beer imaginable. I couldn't find that. (laughs) What I did find was, uh, Wormtown... (laughs) What I did find, though, was, uh... (laughs) Wormtown Brewery's Table Talk Pumpkin Pie Ale. Ale brewed Ooh. with Table Talk Pumpkin Pies, Pumpkin Puree, Lactose, and Spices. It's pretty no good. Shit. I mean, oh, that it's really good. Mm, it is good. It's really more of a Thanksgiving beer, but like I took a little post it note and wrote spooky on it. So, <laughs> oh, so it's that super should. Spook. Yeah, so that makes it like Halloween appropriate now. Oh, nice. <laughs> that warms my little dead heart. Thank you. Yep. That, so that'll warm. Like that'll it. warm some cockles. And I you like did wear skull. a nice skull tanky. Mm. Like I'm here for this. Oh, that that's just my usual attire. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know, I mean, but it's appropriate. I'm just drinking a, a night shift brewery uh, Stein beer, which is their their Mertzen style lager, which is like an October night fest. shift is great. Mm. Night yeah. shift can do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, everything the sours are spot is, on. Yeah, they they could piss in my mouth and, and no, <laughs> yeah, everything this is great, great piss. <laughs> yeah. And for once I ran out for once I ran out of that, I have this Springdale Lavender Lemonade Tart Ale. No, it's not like it's not it's not <gasps> lemonade. I fucking lavinade. love their lavinade. She just oh, jizzed. I love Every their lavinade. Yeah. That it, sounds great. It's not thematically appropriate. I just love this drink. Their she lavinade is like the best sour mm. ever. I love it. Yeah. Good stuff. I'm just drinking pumpkin cider mixed with coffee mead. Which is still appropriate, and I would like some once I'm done with my new moon. Yeah, you can have some. There's a lot of sediment in this pumpkin ale, but a little bit. it's it's delicious. Sediment. It's made it's made by Helderberg Mead Works. Wait, is, what? No way. No shit. You You're don't drinking say. Helderberg Mead? The place where I work? Yeah, I'm drinking <laughs> Now with more sediment. <laughs> but it's tasty sediment. Here's the thing. If it's got sediment, I trust it more. Because yeah. I feel like they made they made it with real shit, as yeah, opposed to sand you... in it. I love my <laughs> beer with I love dirt. sand. Guys, yeah. I hate sand. It's so coarse that it gets I... everywhere. <laughs> what I want from my beer experience is to feel like I'm drinking an aquarium. Yes. Ooh, yeah. Delicious. So yeah, if they could like stick a couple of like neon tetras in there and betas, like that mm. would just make my make my night. Yeah. That's some protein. There's some googly-eyed goldfish. I like those guys. I want extra Google in the eyes. Extra Google in my beer. <laughs> I would like extra beer. Google in my beer. Those some of those guys that, that, that like kind of live on the, the bottom feeders that, that clean the algae at the bottom. Oh, the like little, the sucker yeah. fish? Little tiny yeah. crabs? Yeah. yeah, I love those guys. Or they're, they're like, they look like a little catfish, too. A little vacuum yeah. cleaner yep. guys. Love them. They're important. Ew. Guys, I don't <laughs> want any of this in my beer. <laughs> Anyway, like why not? I guess... <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so delightful. I, all right, all right. You know what? Fuck it. Let's do it. Let's make the beer. We can put Let's it right next fish. to Pizza Gabriel. 
We can have serve it at Montage Pizza. See yeah. Pizza Gabriel. We're, we're going back there to to yeah. make pie. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. We're hold up. We're we're gonna make this crossover. So if you don't listen to Jukebox Zero's episode about Queen's Hot, Queen's Space. Hot Space, you're not gonna get this joke. So you have to listen. So to you both. now you have to listen to it. Sorry, not sorry, bitches. <laughs> We're, everybody's here, so let's roll. Yeah. You miss out on the promo code. You cannot go to your local uh, South Shore, Massachusetts bar pizza and, and uh, enter promo code Rock Candy to get fifty percent off a uh, sausage oh. berry hill pizza. <laughs> funny to us guys i know it is this is funny I, to us and it'll be funny to you when you go listen to jukebox the fa- heroes exactly. the fact that no you one know what? the fact that no one's going to understand this except us just makes it funnier i like that yeah that's what makes... And it makes everyone else so much moyeta so mad yeah. so moyet all right right okay so here we are three years I'm in a row so mad. i'm i'm five... making people mad i'm making people angry i'm five finger death punch mad <laughs> God. That's super mad. What is the Five Finger Death Punch song? Because I'm always confused. I don't think they have one specific song. Well, They're just I terrible always thought they were general. Yeah, they just Back exist. off, I'll take yeah. you on. That's trap. That's trap. Right. Same so band. I don't know the difference. Same band. Okay. Just making sure. I don't think they have a hit per se. They they're just uh they're just an entity on the scene. Yeah. That's fair. A, uh, Some somebody conjured them from a trash can, and they just won't yeah, leave. You know what the real fear is? The result and delivery systems. <laughs> oh. oh, all of this makes my tummy hurt. Yeah. It, they're just bad. Oh yeah, no, it does. They're no <laughs> right. greater, that's for sure. But who is? <laughs> can, they can, invented the instrument motor grater. Can, can any of us truly be a motor grater, Pat? No, we cannot. <laughs> we don't have the technology to be. No. We don't have a full body suit ter- yes, uh, man- theremin. Mankind has not yet conquered the motor grater. No. We'll but it there. sounds like something I really want to dominate, so... Maybe someday. Like, yeah, is that going to be in like the new American Gladiators? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it should be. I just want to see like Ashley take on uh, the the guy wearing the motor grader suit, just like punch him in the face. Like, yeah. Oh God, I would love it. to action this day. <laughs> I'll action, action this day, day right on your fucking face. Yeah, she's gonna she's gonna do it. Just put on some Queen. Action this day and watch me go. Yeah, yeah just, just, gonna do just it. Lay that at, lay punch in everyone. Deck in every piece of shit and five finger death punch. <laughs> All right, yeah, I could, I'm this fine plan. with this. Anyway, what are we talking about? We have a playlist. To get Halloween through. playlist music. Yeah. All right, guys. What is what? Halloween? So Halloween is a wonderful holiday <laughs> that is not canceled just because of COVID. Right. If you can't think of something smarter than bringing your kid to a trunk to get candy or going to a bar dressed like a sexy kitten to have fun. That means you suck at Halloween. You don't understand the Halloween spirit. Yeah. Ha, spirit. So ha. one theory holds that there. many Halloween traditions originated from the ancient Celtic harvest festivals, and uh, particularly the Gaelic festival Samhain, which mm-hmm. may have had pagan roots, and that Samhain itself was Christianized it's as Halloween. It is. It's Samhain. We were Samhain, told. Samhain, sorry. 
<laughs> oh no, I get made fun of by some of my Irish friends because I called it Samhain. It's Samhain. Samhain. I'm really sorry as as an Irishman. I, I, I'm, I'm American. <laughs> you should feel bad. I should feel no, you bad. you shouldn't. Don't feel bad. I just You're found fine. out about Ireland like a year ago, okay? Like, I didn't even know where I was from before that. <laughs> uh, so, some Halloween activities include trick-or-treating. Uh, and also include Halloween costume parties, carving pumpkins into jack-o'-lanterns, lighting bonfires, apple bobbing, divination games, <laughs> playing pranks, and visiting haunting attractions. Oh, what wow, if, and even telling scary stories and watching horror films. Mm. So much shit you can what, do. Uh, what else would, also what, sacrificing farm animals. Yeah. Uh, but, what, you know. what else would you like to tell us from the Wikipedia page, Pat? <laughs> <laughs> In many parts of the world, the Christian religion observances of All Hallows Eve include attending church services, and lighting candles on the grave. Yeah, I, I, I didn't actually Boo. want you to do that. That's boring. Lame. Uh, Watch back to the sacrifice. Some of them, uh, okay, uh, abstain from eating meat on the Hall Hall of Eve and reflect of eating vegetarian foods, including apple, potato pancakes, and soul cakes. What the fuck is a soul cake? You know exactly you know what, what a soul, soul cake is. It's a small round cake, which is traditionally uh, a small round cake, which is traditionally made for our Halloween commemorate the dead in the christian tradition uh what also is contains the souls of children mm. and you what eat the them fuck is this i i'm just finding out about this the first time I, I just open up the page and it's just like these like gruesome looking like shitty biscuit looking things <laughs> with like a cross <laughs> carved into it uh that sounds accurate uh, the tradition of giving soul cakes was celebrated in Britain or Ireland during the You're Middle Ages. You're still going. Why are you still going? <laughs> I don't know, because they're not stopping me. <laughs> sure, we aren't. I'm actually slightly curious, but you're right. No, like, let's get to music. Yes. Let's back away from Christianity. I don't need to know about Christian biscuits right now. <laughs> I don't need to know about Christian soul cakes. biscuits. I mean, as long as they taste like biscuits, I don't care. They're they used to call me soul fuck. cakes. <laughs> Now they just call you Christian Biscuits. Now they just call me Shitty Biscuits. <laughs> Not even Grand's level over here. Oh, that's a character somebody needs to please, Mister Christian Biscuits. Please, Mr. Biscuits was my father. Call me Christian. <laughs> Christian Biscuits. Well, that's got to be somebody's uh, burlesque yep, act. Yep. Christian Biscuits. <laughs> just put crosses on your titties. Yep. Anyway. Listen. Christian Bale, that, that name isn't going to work it in Hollywood. You need to change the biscuits. It's the only way the Americans are going to give you any respect. They're not wrong. They are not wrong. Got a point. Right. So let's get in. We're going to do this. Is that round, round robin? Round one, robin one, one. style. Yes. All right. So we're, we'll start off. Uh, and I actually have Ashley's pick queued up first. Oh. Uh, hopefully this works properly. All right. So this one is Home Alone on Halloween by Titus Andronicus.
When does he tell us he's home alone on Halloween, though? <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's home alone. I don't think his parents are around. So, <laughs> so that's all you need Why to not? know. That's, the reason you know it's Halloween so, so is because there's a lot of screaming. So yeah. wait, you're saying his daddy's not home? And his mommy's not home. His he might be all alone. <laughs> on Halloween? Nobody's home. Where did they go? He's, he must be all alone on Easter, right? <laughs> no. It is clearly Easter. I'm Nobody's home um, on Easter. <laughs> Why is he home alone? What's wrong? Because know. it's the 80s and you thought it was okay to leave your kid home alone? <laughs> so these are latchkey kids. What, what were they like, you know, uh, I don't know, like, I don't know, like, you know, <laughs> working on their career or something? Like, Yes. Uh, they were too busy being, you know, a career mom. Yeah. And, and a don't career have a dad. Kid. The me and, uh, generation. I'm yes. sorry, you can't quote unquote have it all. <laughs> How does she do it? She doesn't. She doesn't do it. Maybe it's Maybelline. He was hiding in a <laughs> he was hiding in a closet so that to avoid chores. And then by the time he broke out, the family had already gone for frosty chocolate milkshakes without him. <laughs> oh, oh, I love that, frosty chocolate that might, milkshakes. That, that might have that might have been like an old Simpsons cartoon, though. It could have been. This okay. is this is our own treehouse of horror. It is. Boy. Now, if boy. you don't behave yourself, you're going to be all alone on Halloween <laughs> with no frosty chocolate milkshakes. Daddy won't be home. Mommy won't be home. <laughs> Lisa uh. won't be home. Maggie won't be home. <laughs> Marge won't be home. <laughs> Sorry, Bort. <laughs> Santa's little helper won't be home. Snowball Tree won't be home. Oh Barney God. won't be home. Mr. Burns won't be home. Flander. Get, okay, okay, okay. We got it. Because all the Simpsons are not home. We get None of the Simpsons are home. <laughs> They're not home. <laughs> Where'd they go? I kind of want you guys uh, to redo the song now. <laughs> I just do this all the Simpsons are home. I think that would be a huge improvement. Look, um, I mean, I'm just going to throw just, in a small request. Can you please make it? Mr. Just, Bumblebee just, Man um, <laughs> is not home. Comic uh, book guy won't be home. Ken Brockman is not home. Blue-haired Bo prosecutor guy is not home. <laughs> uh, Crooked voice teenager guy is not home. Willie. <laughs> I don't know their names. All right. Anyways, so tell us about okay. the song. Back away from the Simpsons. <sighs> okay. Titus Andronicus released this song in 2018 on a surprise EP of the same name. Even though the EP had only three songs on it, it clocks in at 30 minutes total. These are long fucking so, songs, guys. This Ooh. song is itself nine minutes. Of spooky strings, screams, and Matt Money Miller's soulful baritone. And no, Matt is not the lead singer of the band. The band's real lead, Patrick Stickles, probably realized his raspy, shouty vocals would be too jarring for a song that is slightly more sophisticated than their usual stuff. Well, I mean, you were correct. I did initially cue up the wrong song, and the song that I did cue up sounds a bit different. (laughs) A bit. A bit. A bit. A little. I actually, I really like this one though. No, I this like has his... some spoopiness to it. For... This is a perfect Halloween song. Yeah, especially got... for a porty, because then like 
Everybody's there. They don't notice how that this is nine fucking minutes. They just hear screaming in cellos. And the beginning of it is kind of like a reel of scary Halloween clips. Yeah. Like those sound effect CDs, (laughs) which I kind of like. Yeah. No, Mm. that's perfect. So. Yeah. There you go. Nine minutes. Nine minutes Mm. of jam. That takes care of nine minutes of your playlist, guys. (laughs) Yeah. Halfway done. I thought that song was like pretty cool which is interesting because and like don't hate me for this but i've had nothing but disappointing experiences with titus andronicus totally understand why yes like my only two real like sort of experiences with titus andronicus as a band they did a very like head up their own ass cover of birdhouse in your soul by they might be giants for oh. the av undercover series where like they opened well, they opened it with like a video an audio clip of like bukowski saying some shit and just like why would you do that well i don't know if you know this but titus andronicus are really up their own asses <laughs> Well, I mean, so. I, was, I mean, I was I was gonna say my only other experience, and this is when I first learned about them. They op- like they the up their own ass art punky band mm-hmm. opened for Gogol Bordello. Yeah, yeah, this kind of makes a little sense. So I'm like, actually not a- familiar with this band, but I, I opened up their Wikipedia real quick, and it says the group takes its name from a Shakespeare play, Titus Andronicus, oh, and yeah. has cited musical well, there you stylistic go. influences such as Neutral Milk Hotel yeah. and Pulp. So yeah, you, these guys are up there on ass. Oh <laughs> yeah, not he, for this. Patrick Stickles is he takes himself so seriously, and he has no good reason to. So he's just all ass. All he's ass. Too busy being up it. Yeah. Like, the- their first album, Monitor, was fantastic. And one of their later albums, Local Business, was pretty good, too. But everything else is just like, I'm just going to jerk myself off onto a blank CD and see what happens. That's pretty much yeah. what all their other albums are. There's That's kind fair. of like a local equivalent that I remember thinking back to it. Um, there used to be a venue in Lowell which is one of many places that I consider like an old haunt of mine called 119 Gallery. And at one point they were hosting a local show which featured an act called Brer. I think they were from Salem, Massachusetts. But like they get, they, they were also a band that had a cello. They get there and they're singing songs about like wailing and graveyards and wheelbarrows and things like that. <laughs> and the whole time the singer is just, and this this is great for podcasts, visuals. Yes, but <laughs> the whole time the singer is just singing and when he's not, he's going like this. <laughs> what? Okay, so Lils is doing this weird, it's like really tambourine action, but also kind of like you're juggling, but there's nothing in your you're hands. Juggling, like intense juggling, ta- imaginary tambourines, and oh, yeah. maybe conducting something, and like you're almost sad about it. It's just really intense. Like he's just shittily conducting, but also very upset about it. <laughs> Yeah. He is very upset that he has he now has this job as conductor. <laughs> yeah. That nobody asked him to nobody do. Nobody asked him to do it. Oh, uh, what, what, what a what a huge ask of someone too. Like that, that, that's <laughs> seriously. <laughs> Can you be he's the li- conductor? He was, huge he's like he's like he was like two Colin Malloys. Oh my goodness. It's <laughs> a lot. Anyway, you want to go to the next song? Yeah. <laughs> This person is not up their own ass. I don't think they are. I will be surprised if someone says that they are. I'll be like, oh, I don't think they are. (laughs) 
Anyway, good defense. <laughs> this is my good defense. I'm going thematically. You'll see when I pick my next, when I give you guys my next song. But my first pick is Florence and the Machine, Howl. Screaming in the dark, I howl and we're apart. Drag my teeth across your chest, I taste your beating heart. And my fingers kind of skin, try to tear my in. You are the moon that breaks the night for which I have to harm. My fingers kind of skin, try to tear my in. You are the moon that breaks the night for which I have to Not many, I've... uh, not many contemporary rock songs with castanets in them. <laughs> <laughs> not enough. I I totally forgot about Florence and the Machine while making my playlist. Oh my god, no Florence and the Machine. Like honestly, so like I honestly feel like because like first off, her voice is just this beautifully haunting sound it's enough that you can make an entire playlist out of i feel like most of her songs yeah Yeah, she is not meant for pop music she really isn't i don't think she's even trying to be i think pop music is trying to pull her in she's like nah but i like what she does for pop music Mm. yeah i mean you mean give it standards yeah and give it quality oh weird (laughs) (laughs) we we needed a kate bush yes she's the kate bush that we deserve Mm. all right uh, but this song originally started out as a little tune about a werewolf, and it transformed. Ha ha! Yeah. See what I did there? Zing zing! It transformed into something deeper about a passionate and uncontrollable love, one that turns her into a beast. At the time that she was writing it, Florence was in a really bad place, drinking excessively and making just poor life decisions. She likened it to the extremes one can go to for love if you let it take over your life. And she took that and her fascination with gothic horror, which, surprise, surprise, Florence Welsh is really oh, into gothic horror. I can't tell. I know, right? Uh, werewolves and wedding dresses and visualizations of beating hearts. She just used all of this to create a song that really dances the line between, is this about love or is this about a monster? I'm not really sure. Uh, but she claimed that as uh, she's always had this little fear of the things that go bump in the night ever since she was a little girl. And she has found as she's gotten older, she actually uses songwriting as a way to kind of uh, just go beyond that and become a werewolf in her own way. And I think that really is a good explanation of why her music sounds the way it does. She's heavily influenced by gothic horror stories. She's heavily Scottish. So, Mm -hmm. like, she's got all that history behind her. And, like, her voice alone is, like, chamber music. So... I don't know. I think you could put mm. any Florence in the Machine, but I like this one because it's about werewolves. Yeah. I mean, she and also there's not has... enough good songs about fucking werewolves. But she also has Girl With One Eye, I think is pretty spoopy. Uh, my, my Boy, boy Builds uh, Coffins. My boy I was about to say coffins. that one. I stole it. <laughs> uh, Seven Devils is pretty spoopy. Mm-hmm. Yep. All them. Honestly, you could make an entire... Uh, playlist just out of Florence Welsh's music and yeah yeah that's spoopy as fuck I know this song because it's actually a regularly playing song at this one goth club that I've occasionally spun at in Portland Maine shout out to Plague I will return one day 
I want to go there. That sounds like a good goth I club. No, Portland had a goth club. Yo, I heard oh, yeah, Portland totally. is bumping. Seriously, I've been to Portland like two or three times now. And every time I'm like, Jesus, every bar closes at 10 p.m. And I have nowhere to go after that. But guess what? I'm not looking hard enough. Apparently not. <laughs> I am not looking hard enough. We need to roll with the right crews. I, I was rolling with the wrong crews. Well, that makes <laughs> sense, I guess. Yeah, I genuinely hope that that's still there once this whole pandemic nonsense is over so mm. I can go there and also get some nice maple candies. Because <laughs> that's what's important. That's, 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 not, that, that's not even a joke. There's a candy store like in the Portland area that has absolutely fucking baller maple candies. Oh, I believe I'm it. it. I'm not a maple person, but I, I support your needs and trust your decisions. <laughs> <laughs> you, you aren't a maple person. I, I never got that impression from you. I know. I look like I should love maple, right? But I don't. You know, no, people often... You look like an oak. <laughs> people often come up to me and they say, you know that Maggie? She looks like a maple person. <laughs> I am a real maple girl. <laughs> never was better. a maple girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who's next? Yes. All right. But yeah. Put that shit on your playlist. What we got next is our dear friend Lils. Yay. With We Fenced Other Gardens with the Bones of Our Own. By Liars. By Liars. <laughs> Thank you. Fly, fly, the devil's in your eye, shoot, shoot. Fly, fly, the devil's in your eye, shoot, shoot. Fly, fly, the devil's in your eye. Yo, I'm not gonna lie, when I was looking up, because I had never heard of this song before, <laughs> and I was looking up, like, this is spoopy as fuck. Mm. <laughs> So, it's really unsettling. Yeah, yeah you're, you're spoops. Yeah, you're probably wondering what the fuck just happened just now. <laughs> I am. Like, what just ha- what ha- happened? So, as a little bit of context, in prepping for this episode, like, we were told to pick, like, two songs a person. I chose to pick, like, you know, just, like, kind of a nice little Halloween-appropriate song to get, like, fun and scary and stuff, and a legitimately scary and unsettling <laughs> song. That's this a was, good idea. Was this it was that my one? Li- Oh, yes, very much. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, because I was like, listen to you. And I'm like, oh, I'm not going to listen to this in the dark. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. It, it's funny, like, how I discovered this album because, like, I discovered it because this album got reviewed very terribly in Rolling Stone, which, in retrospect, is kind of a bullshit magazine to begin with. I'm going to yes. say if it gets a bad review in Rolling Stone, you probably want to listen to it. 
Well, like this was Liar's second album, and their first album was like part of that dance punk music, and they actually got like really good press from Rolling Stone then. And then all of a sudden they came back with this psychotic noise album that's like has all this macabre imagery and stuff in it. And Rolling Stone was just like, no, you don't like this at all. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, we don't get it. <laughs> and like that really just fascinated me at at like really too young an age for me to be like to understand what like noise music was all about and experimental music and all that sort of stuff so i just had to check it out and so like i picked the album up on amazon and uh like as i mentioned i didn't really get it until like i got to this track this is like the fifth track on it and i was genuinely unnerved by it <laughs> yeah but sometimes that's that's kind of a great thing mm. if because that means you you really are moved by it even though it might be in a negative way mm. um it still makes you feel like oh but this music actually moves me and that's yeah. pretty cool I have I'm the uh, Wikipedia up here on my screen which will probably add just a little bit more context to it <laughs> um, the album t- the album they were wrong so we drowned that's the that's the song it came from that's the album it came from yes. takes the form of a very loose concept album concerning witchcraft upon the Brocken during Walpurgis night and tales oh. of witch cra- and tales of witch trials in the area around the Hartz mountain in Germany that's deep well that just that made is a it deep that cut. much scarier honestly and like listening <laughs> to it you can you can totally fucking hear that especially when uh, they get to the yeah. chanting part oh god that's i spoopy. need to go back and listen to this again now i kind of want to go watch mm. the witch and then listen to the soundtrack yeah. and then dance around mm, naked totally. and live deliciously yeah i will i will admit like they were wrong so we drowned is very difficult to get into if you're not already on board with like really out there experimental shit but give it enough listens and it will grow on you it just for the atmosphere it creates you know what maybe i pop a couple edibles and i see what happens so does the mm. phrase does the title <laughs> The look on your face of like maybe not though Maggie. <laughs> so, does the the name of the album they were wrong so we drowned is that a reference to like dunking witches? Oh, totally. Okay. Wow. Yeah. No, because wait, you also talked about picking maybe picking a song from Liars, but you didn't. But like, I did not. You, but it was so you know Liars too. I know them a, a little bit. Yeah. Okay, because I've never heard of Liars. So are they mm. more atmospheric like and like experimental like this? Are they more punk like? Well, like they started out as part of that like dance punk movement from the aughts, where there was acts like you know Block Party and Kaiser Chiefs and that sort of stuff, and like oh, they yeah. very quickly went off the rails and into more sort of experimental <laughs> forays. Like they didn't make another album quite like this one, where it's more focused on like noise and distortion, but they still were always just sort of like very left field of their contemporaries. Mm. Wow. Yeah, I actually almost picked actually a a cover of one of their songs. Not because it sounds like a Halloween song, not because it is a Halloween song, but it sounds spooky. Yeah. I mean like this. Yeah. Woof. So I mean like it's spooky AF. I like it though. Yeah. I'm gonna have to check this album out. Like mm. This actually would be really good background atmospheric music if you really wanted to have just like a super fucking, like, if your Halloween party is just like tarot readings and Ouija boards and seances, this is the soundtrack you want. I'm into but it. Like, but this could also be like a haunted house that's a little too real. Yes. <laughs> oh my. Oh. A little too oh. real. Nope. 
I got, I've got the chills. I got the creeps. I got the spoops. I'm not here for it. But I am, but I'm not. But I, yes. <laughs> conflicted. Right. I'm conflicted. All right. Next one. In the best way. But yes. Let's move on because my spine's got the tingles uh, to our good friend, Patrick, who yeah. picked. So I think uh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and talk about a little song called <laughs> Black Sabbath Wait. by the band Black Sabbath on the album of, on the album <laughs> Black Sabbath and yes the opening track Black Sabbath off of their <laughs> debut album of the same name Black Sabbath Let's listen Black Sabbath the third Sack Blabbeth Slack Blabbeth Peter Gabriel <laughs> Pizza Gabriel <laughs> Guys, uh, our, our good friend Ozzy, he's in trouble. He needs help. Please God help him. Is he hanging out with Satan? He's hanging out with Satan. He didn't know. Uh, like that day, he was like, I'm starting a band with my boys called Black Sabbath with my boys Tony, Giza, and Bill. And, um, oh, oh, oh no. Oh no. I, 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 I thought we were just going to sing songs about the blues and, and, you know, just having a good time with, with the mates. And, Hello, uh, and Satan. I'm in over my head. <laughs> I'm here because I want you to write a song about me. I'm sure. Ozzy, Ozzy, we need you to write a song about Satan now. (laughs) Yes, Ozzy, write a song about me. Sharon, leave me alone. (laughs) I'm sure this was a lot I'm sure this was a lot scarier back in the 60s and early 70s when people were still afraid of the sun. (laughs) (laughs) Um. I Especially to, in Birmingham, England. I they have to throw it out there. The sun. As we have talked about in the other episode that we just recorded, which you'd have to listen to Jukebox Ears to hear about. Mm-hmm. But, like, Black Sabbath is one of those bands that I have not done any more than Surface. Yeah. So I was like, whoa, this is actually really good. <laughs> it's not that I don't like Black Sabbath, but their songs are V played out. But, the, yeah, but they always play out the, like, kind of after paranoids kind of yes. black sabbath but like earlier stuff is actually so much better yeah this is really good and it's like honestly a great fucking halloween song i didn't know about this and i'm like oh shit this is awesome yeah so this is you, going yeah, on my playlist things I, I i i i thought about with this track where uh it's yeah it, it was you know released in 1970 but recorded uh actually really funny so the recording date is in october of 1969 uh so we're yeah it's you know rock music was at a certain point at that place and uh these guys i think were really taking it in a much more darker direction you know dealing with lyrics of the occult and stuff that uh other bands weren't really doing at the time they they were kind of taking 
the the like the blues rock of these yeah. bands like Cream uh, and Vittle of Fudge and like slowing it the hell down. Yeah, Fleetwood they were Mac. they weren't going in the early Fleetwood Mac direction. <laughs> no, with wait, this at all. Wait, wasn't? Oh, yes. Yeah, because wasn't at that time? It's like if you're a white guy in a rock band, just do the blues. Yeah. Just do the blues. Obviously, Wait a minute. that's what you do. Wait a minute. <laughs> There's so many questions. Like what, what these guys did was just yeah they 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 took that and just slowed it the hell down, like turned up their amps and like took the blues riff and just turned it into this tritone of, of you know the, these three notes that like yeah like basically the whole song is just the three notes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And all, it sounds and like a total dirge. And all because Tony Iommi lost his fingertips. And that is how you get first wave British metal. <laughs> but like, Thanks, it's, fingertips. <laughs> Thanks. I, I <laughs> think like the fact tips. that it's so it, it's so slow and like the the production is so thin and like kind of uh, you know kind of detached in a lot of ways because you know it, it's from the early 70s late 60s it, mm. it always kind of had this very haunting vibe to me it's yeah. a dirge it's a yes. dirge it reminds me and like around that time it was just like a dirge oh no what if things aren't groovy <laughs> yeah, it, like, it, it was kind of like that, that sense of like oh like we're moving away from the hippie movement of like things being groovy and but like, I, oh, but, but I, they said like no things they, are they, shit they said, uh, they said everything was groovy were they lying about the grooviness no you were just on acid <laughs> come down off the acid could, could someone please confirm or deny whether it's groovy <laughs> it's groovish the, it's groove-esque. Yeah. Actually. Groove groove the, the actually the first the first time I heard this song was uh there so there's a version, a demo version of this on uh the Ozzy Osbourne greatest hits, The Ozman Cometh, which I got like when I was like maybe in eighth grade or something like that. And uh so so it's a demo version. It's not even like this studio version. Oh, version so it's super heard. shitty so it's quality. Like, so it's <laughs> like, might make it's, it spoopier. It's literally yeah. like so it's like this version yeah. probably from like you know sixty nine, yeah. like recorded in Tony Iommi's basement. Yeah, he recorded it on his iPhone. <laughs> on his iPhone, which on makes his it Zoom even recorder. scarier. Yeah, fun uh, fact: Tony Iommi invented the iPhone. <laughs> in but like for whatever reason, that that like that shitty demo version is also like super scary and spooky yeah. to me. And uh, it yeah, the the song just has a. a, a very haunting quality to it and it's like it's the first heavy metal song as yeah. far as i'm concerned it, it it kicked it off and uh i think yeah it, it still stands up as just being a a terrifying song in a lot of ways even you know it's kind of silly that <laughs> to hear ozzy go like oh no, oh, no, no. <laughs> uh, but uh, other than that, like yeah, it, it, it's a great track, and and the whole record is is spooky as shit too, and and that album cover is iconic of, of them yeah. standing in front of the mill, mm -hmm. the, the lady standing in front of the mill, and, and shit, uh, the the Maple Durham Water Mill, which is still I I think operational to this day. There, there's a picture here from 2007, huh. uh, and yeah, uh, yeah, I love that track, and. Uh, yeah, that record is really good too. Yeah, you think they still sell uh, maple candies <laughs> at the Maple Durham Watermill? Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm they got some. Oh my god, look at that! Maybe Tell they us. got some sick maple candy. No, I'm here for that sick. New I'm not, but I'm here for you guys to be here for it. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, right. If you're ever uh, there someday, you'll get it. Bill Building is known best for being on the cover of Black Sabbath's self-titled debut and also had a starring role in the 1976 film The Eagle Has Landed. Wait, oh. wait, wait. The male had a starring role? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It could it have been a contender for the Oscar, but, you know, stipulation. Supporting actor. Supporting Starring actor. Peter O'Toole, Richard Burton, <laughs> and a <Ms>. building. <laughs> The Archimede screw turbine from oh. the water bowl. <laughs> <laughs> they just oh show God. like the different people's faces, the nomination faces, and they just show the mill spinning around with a little bow tie on it. Oh, it has a little bow tie. It's <laughs> adorable. He's trying so his sweet. best. Yeah, he he's doing the best he ever did. Yeah, he's God smacking it. Yes. <laughs> All right, so. Call <laughs> it. Doing the best he ever did. Now go away. Uh, <laughs> All right, going to the next one. Go to the next one, All which right. is we're coming back around uh, to you, so Madame. This is uh, haunted by Poe. Come here, pretty please. Can you tell me where I am? You want to say something? about as pop as i as i can get on it's my quite pop for you playlist but i've been a fan of poe for a very long time yeah poe po was ahead of her time she really was i don't like really, i don't really know if, her if she had basically like if she had happened a couple years later when fiona apple was mm-hmm. like the shit that would have been poe yeah mm. And I think her career was pretty much squashed by her shitty record company, which really sucks because she was going to great places with her music. Which shitty record company did she have? Uh, Atlantic? I mean, they're shitty. I I buy it. Maybe. I don't remember. I bet it is. But she sings the Angry Johnny song. Yeah, Modern Atlantic. Yeah, Johnny. yeah. Yeah, that was her. That was on her I first album. This yeah. is Jezebel in yeah. Hell. Yep, Another goth one. club staple, that. Yes. I need to go to your goth clubs. <laughs> Our goth club is just people trying to fuck to it. Like, it really, really shitty is. new age, like newer industrial music. And like some mm. Nine Inch Nails. And if we're lucky. If we're lucky. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this song. It's off of Poe's second album, also called Haunted. And it is filled to the brim with its share of ghosts. The album took five years to write and record, mainly because Poe had to deal with the after effects of her father's death, which happened in 1993. After he died, she rented a storage space and shoved all of his possessions inside, not going back to it for years. She finally mustered up the courage to go through it all and found eight mysterious cassette tapes labeled with her father's handwriting. Hmm. These tapes were the intellectual ramblings of her late father, Tad Z. Danielewski, 
a filmmaker from Poland who apparently got off on recording himself waxing philosophical about whatever he felt like. Oh, my God. Poe never got along with her dad when he was alive, and they had a pretty contentious relationship. So listening to these tapes was extremely difficult for her. It took months just to get the courage to play them. And as she predicted, listening to the tapes was devastating and she became haunted by the memory of her dad all over again. Mm. It took years to reconcile her relationship with her father, but the result was a deeply emotional and eerie album. Clips of Tad's voice from those cassettes are used throughout the album and acts like a seance every time it's played, conjuring her dad's spirit with each spin. Oh, damn. Shit, he's the guy, uh, Danieluski, uh, Mark Danieluski is the dude who wrote that book, House, House of, of Leaves. Leaves. Yes. That's her brother. That is Poe's that brother, is Poe's yeah. brother. And in this song, she, son, yeah. she references House of Leaves. She actually references that this album is supposed to be a companion to the book House of Leaves. And it's also about their father and his death. And like, yeah, through this whole album are just like, she mixes in clips of his voice from these tapes. Um, And he, he has such a weird and like jarring kind of voice that just like seeps into your bones. Oh my God. (laughs) And it really is kind of, once you know the backstory, it's kind of like listening to a ghost talk. That is creepy. Super creepy and kind of eerie, but also this album is gorgeous Mm. and beautiful, and I love it. Honestly, even um, looking at the cover for the album, I couldn't stop looking at it. It's very. She's also very striking. Oh, she's so striking. But there's just something about like just the way her face, the emotion on her face, the way she's wearing it, and like she has her hands on her face, and then there's a child's hands on her face, yeah. And it evokes all these questions and all these emotions. Of this album is an onion with fucking layers. Well, shit. I guess I better listen. And all of them are spoopy. All right. I think you will love it. Spoopy. Actually, I'm here to spoop my pants. Spoop. Yeah, we're gonna spoop our pants Spoopy. all over. But yeah, Poe is fantastic. Also, her first album is so great. But yes, she was totally ahead of her time, yeah. and I really wish she could have stuck around, or at least I wish she was making music still. So she doesn't make music anymore. I mean, she kind of does, but she hasn't released anything since this came out in 2000. 2000. Wow. Yeah. Oh, shit. That so sucks. She hasn't released anything She seems in really talented. Years. That seems like some hot bullshit. Yeah. It's weird. It's like we celebrate the wrong people. Huh. Yeah, she's still performing, though, it looks like. Yeah. Uh, good. There's a more recent picture of her performing in 2010, so she's probably still doing shit. Okay. I'm sure she is. At least doing some small venues, maybe. Yeah. So that's Poe. That was haunted. Um, can someone refresh me on what House of Leaves is? I've never read it, so I don't know. I've never know. read it, but it's it's a book. Uh, <laughs> it has words. Um, there's um, pages, and you turn them. And if you read the symbols on it, your brain can process it into language. Sounds good. And then it should follow a storyline. All right, cool. cool. Awesome. Yeah. Right. Sounds good. Glad um, I refreshed your memory. Thank you so that. much. I really needed that. Let me move on to my pick for. Uh, I don't believe in books, so like I don't know. Books are uh, fake news. Mm-hmm. But uh, speaking of fake news, let me. <laughs> Pat, books exist. So, for my next pick, like I said, I'm going with the theme of werewolves and vampires. Uh-huh. And my next pick is a song by a band called Horny Toad, Vampire Ska. <laughs> of course. 
I love Ska. Shows him no respect. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't give a fuck. Fight me. What's a guy got to do gu- around guys, here to get some guys, respect? Guys, you need to pick it up. <laughs> Thanks. I, I, can't, I can't. I can't. I can't stress, stress this en- I can't stress this enough. Pick it up. Pick it up. Pick, pick it, it up. up. Pick it up. That's. Uh, pick it you up, know what? Pick, that makes up. me feel like my mother was. A like ska lady when Pick I was a kid. Up, Pick it up, ska lady. Ska lady. She's a ska lady. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Right. So this is an obscure tune about vampires that is perfect to liven up any Halloween party. Fight me. Because they're all going to pick it up. Everybody's going to pick it up. Just scatter some Halloween candy on the floor and be like, pick it up, pick it up, pick <laughs> it up. And everybody's like, yeah, I mean, like, as long as there's no Whoppers, I'm I here mean, for it. like, you could have just handed it to me, but I guess I'll pick it up. All right. Oh, that's a Reese's? Yeah, I'm going for it. <laughs> this is a choice ska track by a Southern California-based band called Horny Toad. <laughs> it consists of the founders Moses Cassius and Sal Troy, along with vocalist just goes by caviar, along with formal <laughs> suicidal tendencies bassist Luigi Mayogora. Okay. <laughs> I don't think this was a long-lived thing. I think it was, was a 90s thing. I mean, I really don't mm. see a band called Horny Toad really going too far. You know what was weird? When I was trying to Google this, I got Horny Toad, but I also found another band called The Horny Toads, and I think they're based in Florida. Oh. So, anyway, so Vampire Ska is off their 1996 album called 13, which has the infusion of many styles from uh, post-hardcore punk to ska metal and even to funk. Ska metal? They tried what? to pull... That's no, fake. Ska that metal. is not that is, you know that is fake. You know what? I'm going to no. find some ska metal. Skittle. <laughs> no, no, you're not. That is fake I news. I love Skittles, but just like, give me the lime back. I hate fucking green apple. Yeah, I'm ready for the mm. for the green. Can we go back to back. lime? Nobody likes green apple Skittles. Mm. Skittles suck. I remember that. Hate I remember they made the switch. Eat my dick, Skittles, and choke on it. Yeah. Eat my, my dick, Skittles? Eat my dick, Skittles. <laughs> Look. Skittles just eat shit. Just, I just fucking, love. I just, just love just that. Kill yourself. I, I just. We all hate you. We, no one wants you around anymore. Uh, like no one. You, you know what? Wasting all Is this we were rooting of the for show you. when we badmouth the candy. Yeah. We don't like. We were rooting for you. We, we were all rooting for you. We have never one talked. Time I was rooting for you. We have never raised our voices to a candy like we this. We never have. <laughs> Look, I just the, love that. I just love that that this, that description is just like oh, and this album infused so many different genres into this ska band: post hardcore, ska, metal, and, and ska. ska. Actually, I did listen to a chunk of this album, and it's it's not all ska, which is disappointing for me. So, 
episodes are sad. But like when they do ska, they do ska, ska like core? ska. They do ska, ska, ska core, ska skettle, ska chamber music, ska adult sound contemporary, effects. ska adult contemporary, ska adult contemporary. <laughs> That's what my mom was. She was a ska adult. <laughs> She's uh, tell, telling me to pick it up. Classical music. Classical. Oh my god! I, I mean, want is that, that how your mom got you to pick up your toys? Was to just like play Scott and they're like, all right, pick, pick it up, pick it up. And then she did, did kids, the picking up change, mosh pit move. It's <laughs> like, oh, that's how you pick it up. You don't mosh it. All right, kids. All right, kids. You don't mosh to ska. <laughs> All right, kids, we need you to go ahead and get into the pit. It, it has its own dance. My mom was a confused lady. She was a confused scuttle. Scuttle. <laughs> <laughs> Look, at the end of the day, there really isn't much to talk about with these guys or the song, except I will say I heard it featured from the credits of the first season of What We Do in the Shadows. So that gives the track some clout, and now we can just sit around and talk about what we do in the shadows for the yeah, next 20 minutes. Yeah, I almost picked. Uh, I, I was surprised you didn't. I almost picked the song that they use as the the theme for you're what we did. You're dead. Yeah, by Norma. Uh, I don't remember her last name. Norma something. Norma. Jean? Tega. No. Tega. So it starts Spe- with a T. I cannot remember. Yeah, speaking of people who are ahead of her time, releasing a song like that in the '60s. Yeah, yeah right? I didn't realize that that was a a woman. B a woman from the '60s. C. I didn't realize any of this. I thought it was just written for the movie or the show and the movie. No, I did not realize that was a real song. It was also off of an album that had something to do with dogs and cats. Yes, <laughs> I don't remember my facts about this. I'm Look, sorry. I mean, how many beers have we had at this point? Enough, enough to not remember anything. Yeah. But no, this uh, uh, this was from the episode where Nadja turns that girl, the college girl, into a vampire, and she's like, "No, let's oh. go. I'm going to teach you how to like do your first kill and stuff." <laughs> Yep, that yeah. was a good one. That was a good one. God. All of them are good. Honestly, if you if you need some like good Halloween fun shit, just watch what we do in the shadows. That shit is amazing. That's my favorite new show, I think, right now. Easily. They should have come out with a new season by now. This would have been like the perfect time to release it. But you want to know why they didn't? Because COVID. Yeah. 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 Twenty twenty is a great year, guys. We've been doing so good right now. <laughs> really here for all this. Yep. We anyway. just need to go get some more creepy paper and decorate for Halloween. <laughs> Let's get creepy paper. <laughs> but yeah. Okay, we got more. Yeah, we got more. Uh, let's drink to our heart stuff. And while we're doing that, let's listen to... Go- I can't say this, Lils. This is all you. You want me to introduce it? Please. This next track is by Ghost. It's Goulet slash Zombie Queen. Oh, Goulet.
like Ghost and Ashley, don't do <laughs> da, oh, do man. da. I like Ghost and Ashley, don't <laughs> do de do da day. All right, all right, Lils. All right, now is your chance to fight. Convince me <laughs> for why I should give Ghost a um fifth chance at this point, Ooh, girl. Cause I tried. <laughs> Please nah. do explain. Nah. <laughs> Ooh, uh, nah, you don't have to explain not, shit to me. I'm you not like going to tell you like. you have. If you if you don't like ghosts, that's fine. I'm not going to tell you you have to like ghosts. I I do. Ain't nobody <laughs> have to like anything. If you like it, you like it. I just don't like mm. it. That was the first ghost song I ever heard. <laughs> oh, yeah? And how do you I've, feel? I don't feel strongly one way or the other. <laughs> the intro's a bit sloggy. I like when it picks it up, like at the part when I it, played. Picks it up, picks up. Yeah, yeah I that, like picking it up. When they, yeah, when whole, they have that ska breakdown. <laughs> like the ska breakdown that Ghost does. Yeah, there's a whole slow part that didn't get played in that clip. Yeah, I, I did I that on purpose. Think <laughs> I think it's important to note uh, that <clears throat> I, I, I kind of don't, I, I don't really have an opinion towards Ghost one way or another, but what I will say, just kind of judging off that clip, was uh, for a band that is aligned so much with like spookiness and 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 the occult and satanism it like it's not uh it's not like super heavy metal uh but but it's still it ain't like, bad I, I could still thematically <laughs> I, I could still like kind of tell thematically they're 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 like trying to be spooky and and it's just like in a different way and i i do kind of appreciate that and i think they they kind of like consider themselves to be like satanic pop or something like that. And it's, yeah, yeah, that's that's the thing. Like people who are like extra poopy about ghosts, just like they're not heavy metal. <laughs> ghosts have never claimed to be a heavy metal band. Oh, I would they, not like, at all liter- peg them as heavy metal. Like literally, what you said, Pat. There was an interview where they said they're more like satanic pop. That's like exactly what they refer to themselves as. Yeah. And I think like the the sort of the the, the spooky makeup and, and imagery yeah. is probably misleading, and uh, and they're Swedish, so they know a thing or two well, about pop. My thing is like everything that I have read about them, that interviews from them, and articles about them, they have aligned themselves with metal. Like all of their influences are metal, so that was what like I I didn't get the disconnect there because i thought a lot of their influences and everything were metal and that's kind of what they were trying to go for but then it what was produced was like totally not metal and i just didn't get yeah i mean they take a lot of cues from like deep purple and blue oyster cult and that sort of stuff Mm. but also they're like super heavily into like abba and depeche mode and that sort of stuff like that but everything I read from them said that their influences were more like black metal and King Diamond and Merciful Fate and stuff like that. So that's what I was expecting, it's especially because like they totally got their look from King Diamond, like 100%. So we're not that's... King Diamond. We're totally King Diamond. <laughs> I mean, they're not totally King Diamond at all. I feel like they're a mixture of King Diamond and Behemoth put together. Oh. That's like mm. their aesthetic, but the the music was such a disconnect for me that I was like, I don't I do not understand what they're going for at all. So I if I listen to ghost music without knowing what they look like 
or what they were going for aesthetically at all, I think I would like them. But now I have it in my head that they're trying really hard to be King Diamond and they're not. And I can't get that out of my head. Because I'm being, I'm being, I have those King Diamond flavor crystals and they're not going away. (laughs) And that's my own fault. That's, that's a fair opinion to have. That is my own fault. So Hmm. maybe uh, after like the 20th go around with them, maybe I'll be like, oh, okay, I get it. I get it now. Hmm. And then I can be at peace with Ghost. (laughs) But this is not about me and my hangups with Ghost. I'm sorry. Lils, continue. I don't know. I was really fascinated because I know you hate ghosts and I know you like ghosts. I'm like, I want to hear why because I don't know shit. And we're like, big showdown. And we're both like, no, your opinion's fine. <laughs> this is it's not a weird. show. Also, like, we're jerks, but we're not jerks. But we're not. Like, if you, yeah, it's totally fine. We can have adult conversations. See, it's weird because, and this might not inure me to people that much. Like, I love ghosts. I don't like the misfits. Even though they're kind of like, like in a similar sort of. I... Oh, well, okay then. No, I totally but like... feel you on that. I get why people don't like the songs sound the same. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty much what it comes down to for me. Because, like, listening to Ghost, like, they're willing to tackle just like like you heard there. They just got, like, very surf rocky. Like, yeah. they're willing to just do weird shit like that while the Misfits is just like, oh, this is 80s punk. I've heard that. Let's move yeah. on. Also, actually, also will... let's all be dicks except about ta- it. So. Except they're talking about, like, uh, zombies. So, yeah. whatever. When I will say, I, I'm sorry, I did not play like the first three minutes of that song. I was like a bit more dirgy. Mm, it's a little bit more be- like you played the best. You played the best part. I mean, I like the little like bumpy part. That's all That's happy. Fine. You, you, you played. You played the better part of the two. So whatever. Yay me! But um, yeah. I mean, I don't have bad feelings towards Ghost. Mm. I think that was fine. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't have bad feelings even towards the Misfits. I think there's a time and a place for both bands. Yeah. But yeah. I I also have I also have a twinge of the stuck up metal asshole in me. Oh see, I don't have that. You don't have that. <laughs> You're lucky. You're like, hey, metal music. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, this sounds good. No, this I don't nice. like this so much. No, this is good. Okay. Ooh, are they talking about sword fighting? Great. <laughs> yeah. Lord of the Rings into it. Here for it. <laughs> But yeah. Metallica, Meg, Megadeth, they're, they're both good. Sam Anger can die in a fire. <laughs> what? Let's get Billy Joel to crash into it. Okay. Mm, Billy Joel can okay. crash into anything that Saint, or Saint Anger, that Metallica's done after the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> Just crash into Saint Anger. Wait, are, are we blaming Billy Joel for the for the snare sound? Yes. 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 That's him that's actually the sound of Billy Joel just crashing into the <laughs> yep. studio. Each time. Honestly, that would probably sound Each better than whatever. Is, is, is a Billy Joel crash? Yes. It would probably sound better than whatever Lars was trying to do. Yeah. So. I will say this about Ghost. I've heard they put on a hell of a show. Mm. Oh, they do. I've heard good like things. Like the last the last show I saw with uh, my girlfriend Seuss uh at like this really nice opera house in Boston. Mm-hmm. And, like, the show itself was, like, you know, really good. The set was amazing and, like, immaculate and stuff. But my the favorite part. Uh, not the Orpheum. Or, the, the, box, uh, the Box Center. Ah, yes. Yeah. Very good. And, like, but my absolute favorite part, this was a show put on by the local metal station, WAAF. Oh. And wow. I, <laughs> yeah. 
and the most fun I had and the most fun I had was watching just the crowds of metal fans having to stand still and sit down for so many hours in a nice opera house unable oh, to mosh man. or do anything about it. That's delightful. So uncomfortable. <laughs> Love it. Oh. I would have liked to have seen that. Same <laughs> Seeing metal it. fans squirm because they can't move. Yeah. I have the uh, Genius.com art, uh, page on this uh, song up. Do you want me to tell you about like what the song supposedly is oh about? Oh my god, yes, yes please. please and thank you. <laughs> um, according to Genius.com, the song is about nostalgia, about longing for something that was in the past. And sometimes when you have a memory of something that happened in the past, turns it into something that might not have been. Or oh. it's a song about a literal. It's a song about a literal zombie queen. <laughs> I like that one. Cool. I was like, oh shit! Like you're totally right, though. Like we all create our own memories, man. And they're kind of like zombies. They come back. Yeah. And like, no. And then it's like zombie queen. Yeah, but it's also probably just the queen of the zombies. <laughs> you're right. I like. I like the zombie. Mm-hmm. Here for one. it. Yeah. You know, I'm here for either one. That's why I picked it. I like it. <laughs> I'm here for it. Well, two-edged Pat, sword here. You ready for your pick? Your second pick? Are, oh, this, are you guys ready? This already looks amazing. It's, I'm. It's interesting. So... I'm it's here a song. for it. I mean, it's a song. Oh boy, I just realized what it is. Oh, uh, yeah. So this is actually. Uh, this was our, I think, season two season premiere. That's right. Uh, for Jukebox Zero, oh, was the Shags Philosophy of the World record. Uh, and there is a little tiny track on that record called It's Halloween, and it is just delightful. <laughs> I mean, right. I'm ready for it. Get ready. Why even Dracula will be there? It's time for games, it's time for fun, not for just one, but for everyone. The Dracula's is a ball it up. All the dummies are made of stuff. By just looking, you will see. It's a time of view again. It's Halloween, it's Halloween. I'm so here for this. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, come on. That that's that's just pure. That, that's the purest form of music ever. It, it is. Recorded. I <laughs> question whether they actually know how to play their instruments, so but I, I kind of like that. I listened to this song a few times, <laughs> and I'm trying. I'm really trying. Um, I find the offbeat rhythm, and I know that that's their thing, because then I listen to other songs on the album. I'm like, oh, this is their thing. And then I looked at the Wikipedia, and I'm like, oh, this is their thing. And it's their thing, and I respect they're, they're that. They're broken. They're, they're, they're not. But they're, they do it on purpose. Um, but I, it's, I don't think they do it on purpose. I think just, yeah, that, this is know. not by design. It's not. Well, either way, it leaves me so uncomfortable. That's the point. I guess. There, Can it still not be for it. me, though? Absolutely. I can respect. Uh, like, here's the thing I, I want to be here for. Because I'm like, yeah, ladies, play it. Oh, my God. What are you doing? <laughs> nope. One, two. Not two, one. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I would never play the one drums. A wadi and a two. Not a two, we and a one. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. 
But it's come on, you're to tell me that Dot Wigan or, or, or oh, who is the drummer? Helen Wigan was the drummer. She, Helen Wigan. I don't care. She's great. She is, hold on. She is confident as fuck, and I can respect that for sure. I mean, <laughs> sorry, they all look like Joey Ramone, and I love it. Blonde, like if Joey Ramone was like, "Hey, I'm gonna bleach my hair." <laughs> And then the Romans are like, I guess. And then he comes out and they're like, And then just played offbeat. Offbeat everything. It's Cherry yeah. Ramones. If, if like, may, it's alternate. If universe. I may, you picked the absolute perfect time to cut the clip. <laughs> Why? Because you got the why even Dracula will be there line in yes, there. Right? Oh, that that's such a great one. I you know what? That <laughs> did endear the, the song to me a lot. Why even Dracula will be there. He will be there. It does kind of, like, it's adorable in the sense that I feel like I'm watching, like, an imaginary daughter and her children and her friends, like, all having a fun time in the garage. This is like... Oh, my God. This- that That's all I can think of is, is, is like, my... my- imaginary six-year-old daughter and her friends like in a band yeah that's, yeah that's yeah. what i hear when it's I all i can imagine or it's like you know the like holiday concert that your chorus class always puts on this is like <laughs> yeah. the side band that like the music teacher like humored these girls and let them like have a band yeah but, that's it and their parents are all gonna clap for them and it's gonna be great it's a great that was a great holiday concert you know what doing that's great honey doing you, great. you know what you were up there playing an instrument yeah you know <laughs> <laughs> i just love that this record was okay there's two uh studio two two locales we got fleetwood studios in revere massachusetts and also from town hall in from new hampshire <laughs> This is the most that must New have been England. A banging this is the most New England motherfucking thing I've seen in my goddamn life. Oh my god, dude, uh, it, it's so good. Their their New England accents, their New Hampshire accents are like. Oh all my over this god, it's so funny. Even Dracula will be there. <laughs> I don't know what a new New Hampshire accent is. It's like it's, a New it's, England. I mean, just New England accent. Yeah. yeah. Pre- Pretty bo- like Boston mixed with Queens. I was gonna say like, but it's not Boston. No, it's it's Boston and Queens mushed together. Think of it that way. Because you two don't have a New England accent, do you? I'm mm, I'm, I'm really. forcing it away <laughs> a, a little bit, which seems to uh, be it th- comes out more when I'm when I'm drunker and like ordering at the drive. Which <laughs> seems to be a thing with people from Massachusetts is that they can will their accent away. Because my brother-in-law is from Worcester, mm. and he has a very pronounced Massachusetts accent when he is around his family. But if he's around like my family, you wouldn't even know. You'd have no, yeah, no, no idea. idea. Well, that's fun. <laughs> but wait, where did they get their name from? Because oh, no. Who, like, what he, What is this band? How did they even happen? Is Are they sisters? Oh, my goodness. So, th- I mean, there, there's a whole history. What's the Reader's Digest well, I, well, I want the history. Uh, so, so the Shags are, uh, so the Shags are, they're, they're three sisters, Helen, Betty, and Dot Wigan. Of from, course they're uh, Helen, Betty, and Dot. Of course they are. And they were managed by their father, Austin Wigan, uh, and... Their uh, father so who put a band together to fulfill a prophecy. Yes, he was insane. <laughs> uh, he thought that, that this band was going to be the biggest Oh, thing, you're not joking. He, 
not. No, I'm not kidding. Not Austin joking. drove the girls down to Massachusetts, determined to get them on tape while they were still hot, striking a deal with the local fly-by-night record company, oh Third World Recordings. You're fucking kidding. Uh, it, it, and it's like, yeah, it, it's pretty sordid in that in that sense, where, where like this guy is like really pushing these poor girls to like play in a band together when it's clear they're just like. Yeah, we don't really know what we're doing, and this is like kind of embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> they they expressed dismay with the final product, doing that several of the quirks in the musicianship were in fact rhythm mistakes that were left in. That's pretty sad. Oh, uh, they this, probably listened to him like, like this isn't what we wanted to do at all. Okay, but like they they, they had a redemption arc, and like Ooh. you know they, they they like that record, you know, turned out to be hugely influential on like. Uh, indie music here on oh, out yeah. like Kurt Cobain lists it as one of his favorite records guys from like uh, Kim Yaw Dawson of the Moldy Peaches Deerhoof all like yeah like like and like Pavement and like it's considered and like, like invented twee pop really it's, con- it's, it's considered did. like a big masterpiece of outsider art at this point yeah wow that's kind of what I saw from um, my itty bitty research that yeah. I did yeah, it's a pretty fascinating record, and like you know, the the music itself is silly, but like the the story around it is is pretty fascinating. And, and like I said, they they had like a good redemption, and and like, uh, I think I, I think Helen unfortunately passed away, but the other guys are are still playing in in groups together and shit like that, and are like, yeah, doing pretty well for themselves as like you know the members of the Shags and stuff like that. So that's pretty cool. Well, that's at least cool. like they're still making music and despite the fact that they had like this ridiculous backstory they can still get like pleasure and like something out of playing music yeah and like some yeah and like for some they they, uh yeah like their newer i think the the newer dot wigan record is like yeah, it's like it, it sounds like indie rock. So like she she's learned a few things oh, at this good. point, and like mm-hmm. and like yeah, and it's like yeah, it's like pretty cute, like quirky indie rock, and uh, yeah, like like she's yeah, she she's definitely got her niche at this point. Good for her, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah ladies, like ladies doing stuff for themselves. Sisters are They're doing, doing it, it for, for themselves. themselves. They are nine to five, baby. <laughs> <laughs> she works hard for the money. So hard for it, honey. Mm-hmm. She does. Yeah, that's sweet. You had Aww. better treat her right. <laughs> Do it. That is God a threat. Damn it. I swear <laughs> to fucking God. I am not fucking around. Oh my God. Lil <laughs> ain't fucking around. She will fuck you up. <laughs> okay. So we're. Oh my God. No, she will. <laughs> oh. oh no. There's knives. Anyway. Um. um all right. Let's take it from this there, nice, sweet little story. Knives. <laughs> Let's take it from this nice, sweet little story and turn it into something that Alice Cooper wrote. Oh, but right, did so, he? But did he? So, oh, you're right. But did he? So, all right. We just did two of each from the four of us. Uh, we thought the best way to round it out was each podcast bring one classic track. Because you know what? We're fucking dirty hipsters at the end of the day. And we're like, we are. Mm, yes. I mean, but do you have this on your playlist? And I'd like to think that all of us brought something obscure as fuck to your playlist. I would but, say, like, yeah. We're going to come in. Each podcast with one song and make a case for it. It's a classic song that you'll probably find on your basic bitch Spotify. Like, oh my god, but like, here's a Halloween playlist. Yeah. Because you're too lazy to make one. It's on every Rolling Stone essential Halloween songs yeah. playlist. Yeah, th- this will be great for the company picnics. Oh my god. <laughs> but also, like, if you want real playlists, yo, I got an eight and a half hour fucking playlist for Halloween. Come for it. Let me know. 
Anyway, but yeah, so for our for 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 the rock candy classic pick, yeah, which we actually kind of stole from Jukebox Heroes because then you guys were like, we'll do this. And we're like, we already picked it. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, we picked Alice Cooper's <laughs> Feed My Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't want to talk, so baby, shut up. And let me drink a wine from your boutique cup. Velcro candy, sticky, sweet. Make my tattoos melt in the heat. Well, I ain't know that you like my flesh on the bone. Alive and picking on your Before hey anyone, guys, this is hey anyone. guys, the, the Frankenstein is his penis. <laughs> yes, there's that. But like, I did not penis. realize <laughs> That's gross. that he was saying fur tea cup. Yeah. I thought he was saying dirty cup weird. <laughs> dirty cup weird? I thought weird? he was like saying furty cup instead of dirty cup because he said it wrong, <laughs> but he didn't want to go back and change it. He's I mean, like, no, neither no. makes sense. I thought he was like, I want to, no, no, it makes sense. When you say fur tea I, There's cup. not enough time to go back and change it at this point. I We've thought he was like, I want to drink down. wine out of a dirty cup, but he fucked up and said furty cup. And he's like, don't change it. We don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get this to the presses, Stan. <laughs> I need to be in Wayne's World. <laughs> I got to uh, be at le- Wayne's World in two days. We got to do this. Derek Sherinian has, he's got a lot of work to do. He needs to get that keyboard tracked out so he can quit the band and join up with Dream Theater so he can subsequently be fired two years Oh, later. yeah, that, that <laughs> okay. happened. Yeah, he was, he believe, was, uh, was not in that believe band it or for not, very long. Believe it or not, another Portland Goth Night staple. Uh, Ooh. Feed My Frankenstein? Yep. So, okay. I, I love this track, actually. When Portland <laughs> Goth Night happens again, can you tell us, can you, like, swing up into New York or we'll meet you somewhere and yeah. we'll just all go to Portland together? Hell yeah. I'm here Fuck for yeah. it. yeah, Portland, open up. Everybody open up. COVID. America. Fuck you. <laughs> I have so many feelings and I'm dead now. Just tell us about Feed My Frankenstein. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, I personally did not realize this. But Feed My Frankenstein was released in 1991. Did not also. I thought this was like a classic Alice Cooper tune. Also thought that. Definitely thought that, but no, quite, quite more recent. Right? Than I thought. It was off Alice's 19th album, Hey Stupid, (laughs) spelled with two O's. Hey Stupid. (laughs) It only reached number... I've listened to it. (laughs) Is it good? It's... It's an album. Not great. It's not it has great, but my the one before it is actually not bad, but I'll get into okay. that. It only reached number 27 on the charts, but it helped get Hey Stupid to reach number four in the UK. Yay. In usual commercial metal fashion, the lyrics are sleazy as fuck. Oh my god. Thinly veiled Penis. sexual metaphors abound like this tasty treat. <laughs> you don't want to talk. 
So baby, shut up and let me drink from your fur teacup. That means he means her pussy. Yeah. Furty cup. Fur furty cup. Tea cup, but it's not dirty. Said wrong. It's F U R space T E A. Are you sure it's not Furby cup? Oh, he just wants to use a Furby to drink. And Furbies didn't exist, so no. a Furby cup. Furby cup. Furby cup. Or, well, I ain't no veggie. Like my flesh on the bone, <laughs> alive and licking on your ice cream cone. Wait a minute. I have questions about that one. I think he means vagina. Right. Again. But like, I would put ice cream cone I still as have more of like. The cup. No, no, because <laughs> it's like an ice cream cup? cone. No, an ice cream cone is more like a dick. So he's licking dicks. <laughs> yeah. Right? Because, cool. right? Because like, an ice cream cone is not a vagina, it is a dick. It's. He could have said ice cream dick. What's that? Uh, what's that old Sigmund Freud quote? Sometimes an ice cream cone is a dick. <laughs> mm. I believe that is exactly yeah. what Sigmund Freud said. Definitely not Carl Jung. No. Okay. So it's actually not an Alice original, as it was co-written by Mark Manning and featured on his band's album first. His band, which is called. Zodiac Mind Warp and the Love Reaction. Yeah, they did really mm, good with that song. Not into it. No. Not into that at all. Both Steve Vai and Joe Satriani play guitar on the track. That is correct. Oh my yes. goodness. Nikki Six that. And Nikki Six provided the bass. I mean, did you really need to bring Nikki Six on the bass, though? Oh, you needed someone to come in and go... You know what? You could have John Deacon come in and put in some chonky bass. <laughs> chonky bass. Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, yes, was on there, too? Yes, she was. Uh-huh. Indeed. I don't know how or where, but she's there somewhere. She's probably in the music video dancing around. Probably. Cassandra Peterson. Uh, her, yeah, her her Wikipedia just comes up. I never knew her real name. Yep, it's Cassandra Peterson. She's a babe and a half. Indeed. Like... I was just gonna. I mean, I wasn't gonna say that, but yeah. And we'll uh, say it for you. Would hit. Also, she's sixty-two now. Sixty-nine. And sixty-nine. Well, she's almost she's like seventy. Holy fuck! Old. I know. She still looks amazing. Like, and she's got work, but she didn't get like the kind of work that makes you look like, oh, you got work. She it got wasn't the kind Madonna of work. work. No, she did not get Madonna work. Yeah, she just works. Work. Um, okay, yeah, it, uh, and of course, it was also featured in Wayne's World in 1992, where Alice performed it at a concert that Wayne and Garth attended, and then they went backstage and met him and did the whole we're not worthy thing, and he was like, Millie Wake. Millie Wake. Yeah. That's a good, great fucking tune. Good, great fucking tune. Why don't y'all at the JBZs give us your... Your last. But you're like your classic tune that you're like, yeah, but this is this bops. We're taking yeah. you guys home. Take us yeah. home. Country roads. Portland roads, take us home. This needs no introduction. Needs none. <laughs> this needs no fucking introduction. Can I just go into <laughs> it? It's, it's Dead Man's Party by Oingo Boingo. Oh yeah. Street. 
about weekend at bernie's right 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 oh, oh yeah. i love this song though it's so good Lis- listeners you couldn't see it but like maggie and i and pat were all rocking out while ashley was just supervising yeah. she was yeah. we need an I mean, adult like, i am your chap- like, i am the consistent like, yes, chaperone this, this is rocking out properly yeah Patrick loves Oingo Boingo. Uh, I love Danny Elfman. Uh, oh, Lil's loves Oingo Boingo. I'm here through, for Oingo Boingo. Like, I think we are. I think collectively, yeah. all of us, us are here for Oingo Boingo. Yes. But Ashley knew of, she had to be the big, babysitter. Yeah. One of my big live show regrets is that I wasn't old enough to go see Oingo Boingo before they just broke up. Aww. Yeah. yeah, that's. Uh, I bet they put on a hell of like a show. Also, they're. Oh, totally. They're like their very last show is available to watch on YouTube, oh, and it see. is phenomenal. Right. Also, they have. I think they take the top prize for having the best band name to try and pronounce when you've had too much to drink. Oingo Boingo. Oingo Boingo. Wait, oh, you're right. I said that weird. Oingo Boingo. Oingo <laughs> But to, try to say Darren Aronofsky. <laughs> That's just fun to say because you can say him. it real angry. I hate him. Dave Buscemi. <laughs> just, I hate him. Dave Buscemi. Well, I like Steve Buscemi. I hate Jernarovsky. <laughs> I love Steve. What about John Hill? <laughs> I could take him or leave him. But I, you know what? I'm okay with him. I don't know what that is. But then it's just combo pepper jack. Pepper jack. <laughs> anyway, so tell us about this song, guys. Uh, it is a good jam. Like, uh, let's I, talk I, I about Oingo Boingo's Dead Man's yeah. Party. Third single from their album of the same name. B-side was Stay, another awesome song. Uh was appeared on the uh, soundtrack to uh, Back to School in like this, a big uh, performance at the party. Uh, just Another Day on it, I think. Is, is that the Ooh, same That's record? another good one. Yeah, that's yeah, on it. Uh, that's on there as well. That, yeah. that whole uh, that whole that whole Dead Man's Party album has so many good ones on it. Just another day, Dead Man's Party, too. stay. No one lives forever. All right, I feel like there's, Oingo, there's Boingo a theme here. Is a band that I haven't looked enough into, but you're yeah. making me feel like I need to look more into it. Oh, please do. They are absolutely worth the deep dive. All right, yeah. with a name like Oingo Boingo. How could you not? Well, yeah. we gotta go back Take to the record dive. store and look for a record. The, I know. Uh, yeah, we, at the very least, their their first like few records are, are a lot of fun. Mm. Only Lad is 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 a, a freaking hoot. Hoot. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hoot. Hoot. Yeah, it's just like a lot of fun. It's like really, really, really kind of interesting, fun yeah, they, song. And, song, and uh, I'm sure you'll like this, Maggie. They inspired a shit ton of ska punk bands. Uh, oh, I bet they fucking that did. Totally makes sense. That yeah. checks a hundred percent. But here's the question. Can I like Oingo Boingo? Oingo Boingo. Wow, it is familiar to say when you're drunk. Oingo Boingo. No, can I Ungi like bungie. Oingo yeah. Boingo? Ungi Bungie. That's what I'm going to call it. <laughs> I like Thank you. But like really roll my eyes at Nightmare Before Christmas because I'm over it. Yeah, no. Yes. 
Absolutely. Great, because Fuck. I'm over it. Fuck Nightmare Before Christmas. I'm done. Hey, you know what? None of us. Danny Elfman as, as a as a uh, like a film score. Yeah, you can absolutely be over cool. it because it's <laughs> we're we're getting yeah it, it's like just as bad as the Tim Burton thing. It's <laughs> oh just God. Well, I mean like, Nightmare Before. It's, it's, I mean Nightmare Before Christmas is a bad example because it was fucking merchandised to shit. Ugh, and yeah, still is. That's the other thing. It continues. Too. To hmm. be hey, remember when like nobody shit. really talked about Nightmare Before Christmas, and then all of a sudden, like the young, the late, no, the young millennial slash young zennial goth kids were like, "I want this to be my wedding theme." I do not remember. We're it. Jack and Sally. I'm like, that is a toxic relationship, and you do not want that. I don't remember a time when. Nightmare Before Christmas was not being merchandised to hell. Oh, I, I, I do not. I'm I, pretty sure I discovered Hot Topic exactly when Nightmare Before Christmas came out, and even then, Hot Topic. Oh no! Was when like, I was 16, all like, of the shit. It was like I got Limp Biscuit pants and like a shirt <laughs> to promote that, that I was in a psycho ward. <laughs> like I don't know. Yeah, you had the Jankos and the Can't Sleep Clowns Will Eat Me shirt. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what we were. I feel slightly attacked, but it is But accurate. also seen. I feel seen. I mostly feel seen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I don't know how we got there, but the point is, these are all great songs. Put them on your fucking Halloween playlist, guys. Halloween is coming soon. 2020's fucking garbage, but we can still have Halloween. Yeah. In any way we can make it happen, we can fucking do it. Buy some fucking candy, watch some scary fucking movies, listen to our amazing playlist. And don't put children in a trunk with candy. Yeah, don't. Like, you should have, you shouldn't even do that, like, when there's not COVID. Yeah. It's probably just cheaper to buy a mixed bag of candy and dump it in a pillowcase and hand it to your child. Or, like, you could just get creative and throw it in the yard and be like, all right, spend the next two hours trying to find all the candy. For God's mm. sake, stop giving out your edibles to children. Seriously. Apparently that's enough of a problem. I don't think it is. <laughs> no, it's not. Right? <laughs> yes, it is. They said so on the TV. Oh, you're right. God. Because I, 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 you know, I, I have no problem just giving out like thirty-five dollar candies to children. Yo, my ed- you know? yo, in New York, they aren't, they ain't legal. I'm out in myself. I cross state lines and I go get my shit. It's expendy. I'm not throwing that yeah, to children. That takes a lot of time and money. <laughs> no, You're not. They could buy their own <laughs> shit as far as I Honestly, yeah. Like, buy their own we are meat. very close to the Massachusetts state line. Just go get it. <laughs> Fucking kids. I don't get paid hourly for yeah, this oh, shit. Oh, it's going to be so fucking hard to find a weed dealer in Northampton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh. All right. So we're going to wrap it up. Thank you guys so much for listening to our ramblings. Thank you for having and us. And our playlist. Thank you. Oh, Jukebox Zeros. Oh, yeah. Pat and Lils. So much. We fucking love you. We love having you on. We would love to hang out in person again someday, swap some mm. beers and stories and donuts. We'd love to. God, those I get them donuts. Someday that will happen again. I Fuck would love those it. Donuts. And, uh, the donut and, and the donuts and brews will will. Oh my god! Yes, when this bullshit's day. over, we're just gonna go banana cakes on those breweries and donuts. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, why don't y'all promote uh, a little bit of your show here? Our podcast is called Jukebox Zeros. We review bad music. <laughs> they do the but opposite of what we really got bad. to do today. 
but sometimes it's not. <laughs> sometimes it's not. Yeah, sometimes it's not so bad. That's the treat. That's yeah. That's that. That's the trade-off. We never know. If sometimes you need a, if you need an entry point, uh, we just did an episode a while ago with the lovely ladies of Rock Candy reviewing Hot Space by Queen, and. Even before that, they helped us review American Life by Madonna. Oh. Rip a fucking rowing. Yeah. You want some peak mm-hmm. fucking material. <laughs> Woof. That was that was delightful. Whew. That was delightful to make fun of. It really was. <laughs> oh my god. Yep. Yeah. Well deserved. <laughs> that oh, is honestly, sure. that was well deserved to make fun of. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that podcast is wherever podcasts are found. It's on Stitcher, Amazon Music, Spotify, the whole deal. And our website is is at zero-science.com, Zero Science Network. And go follow them because they're fucking delightful. I love listening to you guys. I love your theme song. I love all of it. Love the apology section. Here for the whole thing. Here for the terrible I'm music. Glad someone likes it. I, I do really look forward to your apology section. <laughs> I'm not even lying. I'm a mild fan girl. It's fine. Um, oh, thank you. And if you guys are digging our shit, you know where to find us. Rock Candy Podcast. You're listening to us. Find us on all the things. And also follow us on social medias. We got the Instagram, uh, Twitter, Twitter, and Facebook. Yeah. I may have had too many beers at this point. And go follow our network. It is the Pantheon, Pantheon Podcast Network. <laughs> you did it. I did it. Yeah. And if you want to give us money, you can do that too. It's patreon.com slash rockcandypodcast. We'll if you feel you, like it. If you feel like it, we will give you shits in Swag. return. Um, also, and a bonus episode. And a bonus episode. Oh, yo, we every got month. some shit to talk about this <laughs> month, though. Shit happened this month. We're going to talk about Ooh, it. Oh, I can't wait. It's shit we can bitch and if about. If you get the Patreon, you get to hear yeah. it. Oh, it's, oh, it's some shit. It's a giant pile of shit. <laughs> Hot garbage. Ugh. But what's not a pile of garbage is our merch, which we just put out not long ago. And you can go on teespring.com, search for Rock Candy Podcast, and look at all of our cool merchandise we yeah. have for sale. We have things. Go we buy do. them. We do. And if, they're or great. Or if you feel like it. And you know what? In the end of the day, if you just want to listen to our podcast, that's cool too. Also listen to Jukebox Zeros. Yes. You know what? Just listen. Again, I'm going to say it again. Just listen to fucking indie podcasts. Oh, yeah. does your favorite celebrity have a podcast? Fuck them. They don't need it. Listen to indies. <laughs> I mean, unless they are really funny. Okay. Don't don't you want to put some more money in Conan's pocket? I like Conan a lot. Don't get I me would wrong. rather put okay, money okay, in Conan's pocket than Rogan's pocket. Joe Rogan. Fair Jogan enough. doesn't need shit. Okay, bad example. Jogan. Jo- <laughs> anyway, um, so come back next week. We'll be in November. Adam Sandler is a podcast now. Why? How fucked is that? Yeah. I mean, he doesn't need one. I was just about to end the podcast on such a high <laughs> note, and then that hit me, and I just got punched in the kidney. Yeah. Well, he, he can't make any more Netflix specials right now, so he's got to... Guys, celebrities do not need your money out. as much as you think they do. Yeah. But we do. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Please uh, just keep listening, everybody. I don't even need your money. You know what? We just want your love. And that's all that matters. So come in next week. We'll be back in November. We've got some fun stories and back to the old tell tale telling stories that we do before. I'm sorry, I'm drunk. You know what? Tune in next week, guys. Okay, we'll see you later. Oh wait, party on Ashley. <laughs> oh, party on Maggie. Oh, oh. party on okay. Lils and Pat. 
Okay, bye. <laughs> Party on you crazy <laughs> kids out there. Where to? Shine on you crazy diamonds. Shine on. Crazy diamonds out Dead there. Dead man's party on. Theory of a dead man. Oh, <laughs> See, now, now you ruined it. At Baker's, no matter where you order free pickup, you get the same great deals as you'd get in store. So you can save when you order during band practice or at the dog park or wherever. Start your cart with the Baker's app and save from wherever today. Baker's, fresh for everyone. $35 order minimum restrictions may apply. Subject to availability. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.